Hello, hello. We're back with DIY University by Sally Beauty, your one-stop podcast for everything DIY, hair color, hair care, and nails. I'm your host, Amy Berger, and on today's episode, I sat down with the one and only Charity Grace. Charity is a DIY hair color expert, real-life mermaid, and ninja warrior. We dove into Charity's love for hair color, how she got started, and what she looks for in a quality color product. Be sure to look at this episode's show notes to see how you can connect with Charity online. Keep on listening for this episode of DIY University by Sally Beauty. Today we have Charity. Hi, Charity. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We are thrilled to have you. Um, And this is one of the few podcasts I wish was on video because you have (laughs) the best hair color ever. So we are going to have to go through lots of photos on social media after this. Um, But before we dive into kind of all your expert tips and tricks, we'd love to just know a little bit more about you. Where are you from? Where did this start? Were you an artist? Did you always love color? So give us the scoop on you, Charity. Oh my gosh, that's a mouthful. It's a um, long story. Yeah. We're ready. We're Where ready. to begin? Um, well, I'm a Florida girl. I was born and raised in Florida. I live near the ocean. So it's always been just a huge part of my life. And I kind of contribute that to like my whole mermaid style I've got now, just being so close to the ocean and it being such a big part of my life. Um, but yeah, and I just, I've always just been passionate about um fashion and beauty and just expressing yourself through that so yeah I just I like started coloring my hair and I enjoyed it so much and just being able to to be edgy and trendy and yeah awesome and when did that start for you uh, the hair color? Yeah. Oh, so, um, well, I moved out of my mom's house. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, I just felt like I was um, in a place in my life where I just needed to like, really just come into my true self and just feel free to express who I was. And I just felt like fashion colors were a way for me just to like, let people know who I am. It's like, I love the color. I love, you know, um, all the creative things you can do with your hair and the styling. So it just kind of began, I think I was about in my 20s. I just started experimenting with my hair and using that as a way to express myself. Awesome. Love it. So I have a lot of like personal questions. I'm like, how do I get Charity to fix my hair? (laughs) Um, But we're going to talk about that after the show. Um, But I would love to know, um, you know, one of my biggest fears is always, I would love to color my hair and I walk into Sally and I see colors that I like, but then I get so overwhelmed by it. Like, could you break it down in a way for those of us that like have zero skill? Like, what are the handful of products that I need? What's the best way to approach it? um, you know, what are the tools or tips or tricks that you would give to somebody who really is truly a newbie, but who's maybe been home, you know, during the crazy pandemic timing and, and just wants to try something fun? Yeah. I mean, I think my number one advice would just to be to start small. Like there's no reason to do a sudden transformation all over your hair. I mean, if, especially if you're new to color and you want to start, um, really just understanding the products and everything like that, you can just start small. Like I think one of my first colors I did on my hair was, um, they call it like a, a, 
uh, ombre from the bottom. So it just was a light touch at the bottom. Oh, I think I used it. a temporary color. It mm -hmm. literally washed out within a few days. And that was like my first attempt at playing with color. And I think I did like a red and I had bleach blonde hair. So I had like this pretty little ombre. I think they called it, that's what it is, dipped ends. Like it's just the ends were colored. And it was just a really great way to start experimenting with color without the commitment because it did wash out and it was the end. So if, you know, if anything happened bad, I could have just given my hair a little trim and it would have been fine. Got it. So there are some products out there that are super temporary. So for the moms out there whose daughters maybe want to try something, mm -hmm. there are options for them to do something that kind of washes out less commitment. Yeah, the products I feel like are just getting more and more creative. And um, there's just a lot of of options now. There's like chalking color, there's spray in color, and there's semi-permanent. And there's just all these options you can choose. So it's really like, it's really a safe place to start just with that temporary and, and have fun with it. Awesome. And now for that same person who may or may not be me, uh, that has no idea what they're doing inside, um, you know, Sally Beauty, when they come inside and they pick out a color, whether it's permanent, semi-permanent, what are the things that you would put in the basket for them as well? Um, I think, you know, one of the biggest mistakes people make is they think they just need the color. What are what are all the other tools? Absolutely. I think coloring your hair is a whole process. You got to make sure you have all the right um, products and, and tools. So definitely um, a bowl. <laughs> got to have the bowl. I got to put something to put the color in. Um, brushes are so helpful, especially ones that are just especially created for hair coloring. It really helps you um, just really spread the cover color evenly. And um, they're just designed to just maximize the color on your hair. And, you know, small things like even getting a cape is nice because it's nice just to throw something over your clothes. So you don't have to worry about, you know, getting color on your clothes and you want to keep it on your head and your hair. So, yeah, I have made that mistake of both missing my head and my hair <laughs> I think in we the all bathroom. Have at some so, point, yeah. yeah, I think I bought a lot more cleaning supplies than anything else. But um, so give us a little bit of perspective for you personally um, on your hair color. Are there certain things um, that are kind of your signature looks? Are you willing to try anything? I, I'm pretty adventurous. I will say I'm willing to try anything. However, I do feel like I got the blue thing down pat. Like I, I love blue. It's one of my favorite colors. And I think I've tried pretty much every shade of blue there is and every shade of blue ombre. So yeah, definitely I've I feel like I've done it, done it all with the blue hair color for sure. I love it. You definitely have nailed it. I find myself like staring at you the whole time you're talking. So if that's making you uncomfortable, sorry. <laughs> um, no, but you you definitely have the blue down. And um, so when you think about, uh, you know, what goes along with your regime, are there like four or five products that you just can't live without? Like, what are your go-tos um, that maybe you've either learned along the way or that you know now? Like, what's your standard shopping cart? Yeah, for sure. I think since I've been coloring my hair for so long now, I feel like the longevity of the hair color is what's really important to me just because like, I don't want to be coloring my hair every week. You know, I want it to last as long as possible and look as vibrant as long as possible. So to me, one of the like, my go-to products is like a a good spray and conditioner and a heat protectant. I feel like those two things help just keep that color shinier, brighter, and lasting longer. Got it. Okay. We've heard the heat protectant before, and that's something I had never done. So yeah. definitely. It's a lifesaver. It really is. Yeah. And somebody else mentioned... Um, uh, about actually getting haircuts as well too, like getting mm -hmm. trims in order to preserve your color. Yeah. Because like my roots will grow back in. 
but I don't feel like my hair is getting longer. And so yeah, the yeah, importance of a good haircut fresh. in there too. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. So now you're a part of Sally Crew, which is so awesome for us and for all of our listeners. Tell me what appealed to you about being on the crew. What do you hope that those listeners out there get from you as a message? That kind of thing. Yeah. When I first... Um saw the Sally crew, I was like, I just fell in love with the messaging behind it and just um, releasing your potential, enabling women to feel empowered and, and the DIY. Oh my gosh. Like I feel like I am a DIY person through and through. That's how I started. I'm self-taught. So that really spoke to me. And I just really felt like, um, there's just like a confidence you gain from knowing that you can do something on your own and you don't, you know, if you're caught in a bind, you don't have to like necessarily run to a professional. You you got the skills and you got the the know-how to do it yourself. And there's just something so empowering about that. And I, I just love the idea of being able to share that with other women and being part of an awesome group of girls. Um, the ladies here are so nice. We've all got along so well and we feel like we're all our own little club right now. And it's been really great. That's awesome. I have seen you guys interact and you are all pretty tight. (laughs) And you know, and you represent a really fun mix um, of your specialties, which is great too. Love hearing the story about how you're self-taught and sort of the, you know, kitchen chemist and bathroom barber and all those (laughs) kinds of terms that people use. Um, And this is usually one of my, one of my standard questions too, but what would you tell that person who is, you know, maybe the teenager or the younger girl who's in her bathroom trying things out? Like what's that advice? Um, now that you're on the other side of things and you have this big following and you're sponsored by, you know, this enormous brand. What what do you tell that girl? I would just say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't even start because they're just so afraid of messing up. And I feel like every hairstylist, DIY person will tell you, like, we've done it all. Listen, we've made those mistakes. And you may have not seen every mistake we've made, but we have done it. And so just not let that get in the way of just you know, letting your creativity flow, like just let it go. Like, you know, it is just hair. There are, there are things to help fix there. Everything can be repaired. So just, you know, not to be afraid. I really feel like more people should just be emboldened, just go for it. Okay. I'm going to call you when I go for it in the bathroom <laughs> and things go sideways. You're you told be, me it was okay. You told me it would be all right. Um, so I'm going to hold you personally responsible for that. So that's a great segue though. Now, let me ask you about potentially a trend or um, a trick that maybe you tried that you wish you hadn't. For me, it's most of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, but for you, was there anything that you tried and you were like, yeah, no, this is not for me? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I, I've always like thought about the idea of playing around with bangs. I thought some girls can just, it just make it look so cute, Mm -hmm. but like never, never could commit. So I did find some fun ways to like add bangs without the commitment. I um, took up my ponytail and I flipped it upside down. I put a little headband on and it literally gave me like this little bang fluff and it was temporary. I just took it out when I was done and I, and I got that out of my system. So no, no actual cutting was involved. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to put that as like number one tip and trick there ever from this podcast <laughs> yep. because it took me about six months to recover it's, from a bang incident. Yeah. It's, it's hard to recover from that. So it's hard to come it's back. It's a big commitment. <laughs> I love that. Um, so let me ask you this in your 
bag of tricks. Um, I feel like every artist I ever work with has something in there that you're like, wait, you use that for that? Uh Um, My example is that you can use the toilet seat covers as blotting paper, Mm -hmm. which I always think is funny. Um, What is in your bag of tricks do you think that people would would think of as an unconventional beauty tool. Oh my gosh, I don't even know if I should say this, but I have used um, non-hair products to correct some of the color in my hair. So like what I'm trying to say is like, I had like missed a spot on my hair, like a couple strands. And I remember I took um, a Sharpie marker. <laughs> that was the color and I just touched up the spots, which don't recommend it, but it was a really great quick fix just to get that wow. like complete color. Okay. But in hair, right? We're not talking eyebrows. No, just in the hair. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Okay. Um, the Sharpie pen. I love it. So, um, you know, as you were talking earlier, I'm going to go back a little bit as you were talking earlier about sort of the advice you would give to people that are coming up, um, in the industry, what advice would you give now that you are a social media influencer? Has that changed sort of how you approach, um, the world of beauty for you? And what tips and tricks would you give to some of those folks that are starting out with followings? Yeah, I think um, one of the advice that I would definitely give myself is I wish I just had started sooner. I think that, you know, being young, I felt I was, you're, you are super impressionable at that age. And I kind of felt like I was just taking in everything that people were telling me. And I just realized I got to this point where I was like, I'm just going to be myself. And that's why I'm like, so passionate about, you know, inspiring women to to just, you know, rock that hair color that you want. Like, don't be afraid to be fun and creative. And um, you can't see me now, but I've got little buns in and I was, I love it. Like, I just love having fun and being creative. And I just, I just wish I would have felt that confidence a little bit sooner in life. And I would just encourage any young person to just, you know, just be yourself. Life is short and, and just have fun. I love that. What a great message. Um, Charity, the, you know, find yourself, don't be afraid to make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, be confident in being different. Um, that's, that's really what, what this is all about. Um, so lastly, as we wrap up here, it has been so fun to have you. Give us um, some scoop on where we can find you on social media. Yeah, I am um, on Instagram. I have an account there. So it's charity.grace. And I post all kinds of stuff. I love sharing my DIY tutorials on my whatever hair color I'm doing at the moment. And I love chatting with people in the comments. So if you want to come and talk about some hair color, meet me there and I'd love to meet you guys. Awesome. I can guarantee that a lot of those comments are going to be from me. (laughs) And they're mostly in the form of a question. (laughs) Anyway, Charity, thank you so much. We can't wait to have you back um, to give us some more tips and tricks and trend ideas and things like that. So we will talk to you in the coming months. Thank you. Have a great one. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time.